0: It is really good to see you this morning. I mean, it is really good. It's always good to see you, but it's especially good today because, frankly, on these Sundays after Easter, I never know how many empty seats I'm going to be looking at on Sunday morning. You know these Sundays after Easter are some of the lowest church attendance that we experience all year, right? Not just in this church, but all over the country, which is fascinating. I mean, it's really odd because... We have a huge Easter at this church, I know, and most churches are full on that holy day. We had a giant crowd. If you were here, it was it was wonderful to see so many people back, way north of 1,000 people worship with us in person. The, the last count I saw was over 1,300 in person. And then we had hundreds and hundreds of people who worshiped with us online. It was a glorious service. I mean, just a beautiful service. The Easter lilies and the the church all decked out in its finery for that holy day and you in your finery on that holy day and precious children in little Easter outfits. It was absolutely glorious and the music, well, it was so powerful. It just about lift you off your seat. And then there's the, there's the story we remember on that day. We remember the truth of the resurrection, the promise of redemption. We remember on that day that not only is hope real, Hope is ours. And friends, in a, in a world that seems often so chaotic and even lost, no wonder so many people feel the need to come and worship on Easter Day. We need that worship. We need to fill up on that hope. We need to fill our souls so that we can be reminded that we can get out there and live life knowing that everlasting life by the power of the cross is ours. What is interesting to me, really though, is that so many people do come, and then there are just those that seem to think that's enough for them for a whole year, right? In my former church, I'll never forget this, friends, on Easter Sunday, a gentleman left after service, and I said to him, it was great to see you. I'm so glad you were here. And he said, see you next year. I mean, he wasn't even pretending that he was going to come back, right? I guess his soul was completely filled, and it was just going to, you know, that tank was going to take him for 12 months. Um, and, you know, I, I was grateful that he felt so filled up from that worship experience, but I'll, I'll lay my cards on the table here and tell you that that, that also made me sad. Um, the fact that so many people don't come back after Easter makes me sad. And it's not just because I miss them, and I do. I miss the people who aren't with us on these Sundays after Easter, but it just—it also makes me sad because I believe these ordinary, run-of-the-mill, no-frills sort of Sundays after Easter are a precious gift to us from God because in their low-key sort of way, I think they are more reflective of the way the resurrection actually took place which as you recall was in a rather low-key way, right? I mean, the frightened disciples saw the empty tomb and ran away. And then Jesus made his first post-resurrection appearance to Mary Magdalene, and how did she respond? Well, she did not shout it from the rooftops. There was no silver trumpet blast and blaze of glory and sky full of angels. No, she simply articulated her response in one whispered word, teacher. And friends, likewise, I I think these ordinary Sundays are more reflective of the way we experience the resurrection in our own lives than in these ordinary, low-key ways. We are partners with those disciples who walked the road to Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem after Jesus' death and rising. I think we've all been on that road. We have. We've taken that journey, shuffled along like those two were on that day. It's a road of disappointment, of disillusionment, of grief, of pain. They're talking to one another trying to figure it out, you know. I mean, they thought he would be the one to save them. He thought. They thought he was the one, and then it all went south so quickly. It turned bad so fast. It seemed like one moment he was riding into Jerusalem as a hero, and the next he was betrayed and arrested and tried and convicted and hung on a cross to die and put in a tomb. And now, now they've heard this resurrection story. And they don't know what to think. They want to believe it. Perhaps they need to believe it. They need closure, that's for sure. They very much want to try to make sense out of something that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, as they're talking... A stranger joins them on the road, begins to listen and then converse with them. Of course, we know it's Jesus, right? We, the reader of the text, we know it's Christ, but they do not. Even when he opens the Scriptures to them and interprets passages about himself, they don't recognize him. Why do you think that is, friends? Perhaps they were looking for a blaze of glory, a sky full of angels. Maybe maybe they were waiting for the silver trumpet blast, you know. But regardless, they did not recognize him. He was right there with them, but they missed him. It wasn't until they sat down together to break bread that they saw they were in the presence of the Lord. In the breaking of that loaf, in the ordinariness of a shared meal, of table fellowship, that is when they knew the truth of his presence. Friends, do you see what this means? Yes, we all love the high of Easter. We love the silver trumpets. We love the glory. We love the people in their finest clothing and the little children hunting Easter candy and the lilies and the church so full. We love that. But human life is not an endless string of those sort of mountaintop experiences. They're peppered in there. But human life day to day is much more mundane, isn't it? And sometimes the road that we're traveling gets really hard. It gets really painful. It gets hard to cope. And friends, if we could only recognize Jesus, if he was only present to us in the mountaintop moments, If he was only there when the silver trumpets blast and the sky is full of angels, then we would be so lonely the majority of the time. But thanks be to God, he is present to us in the ordinary, in the mundane, in the low key, and even in the broken. He's present in the breaking. So we can take comfort, friends, that he is with us. He is very much present to us when we feel broken. When life feels broken, he is there. I love Easter. It is a high and holy day for me. And I'm so grateful for it, but I'm especially grateful that on all the days I don't know if I'm going to make it, I know He stands beside me and walks with me and offers me grace and peace. That is a tremendous, tremendous gift. I'm grateful He's here today in this church on this ordinary, no frills, after Easter Sunday. And I don't know about you, but I, I experience Him especially strongly on these Communion Sundays, ordinary as they are. There's just something about the breaking of this bread in this place and the fellowship at this table that makes him so real to me, the resurrected Lord. In that breaking, somehow our hearts are broken open simultaneously and all that we are carrying, all of the burdens, all of the weariness, all of the problems, All that we're dealing with just comes pouring out here on our knees as we receive. Do you know what I mean? And perhaps that's why so often when I serve you, Holy Communion, and you look above the mask, what you will see is that my eyes have tears in them. And maybe that's why so many times when I look into your faces, I see tears there too. Because in that breaking time, he kneels beside you with his arm around you, And he is also very much present in your heart. So today, I give thanks for ordinary, low-key, no-frill Sundays. And I give thanks that Jesus is present in them. Friends, if you're longing to see him, if you're longing to know his grace in a special way, come to the table today and open your heart Open your spiritual eyes and you will find him because he's right there with you in the breaking. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we give you thanks for the high of Easter Sunday, for silver trumpets and precious children and beautiful clothes and wonderful singing and Easter lilies. We give you thanks as well for these ordinary days, for we know you are present in both. Lord, help us to see that in our most broken moments, you are there, for you are always present in the breaking. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.